This is Chat and Spin Radio. Keep it locked on chatandspinradio.com. Fantastic book, The Weekend Away. I'm very excited going to be on Netflix. Very soon. Yes, next Thursday. Wow. Congratulations. It must be um, quite uh, an amazing feeling for this. Yeah. Yeah, I know it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying as well. I'm scared. (laughs) Oh, has it been a long time kind of in in the process for the film and everything? Um... I am trying to think, let me think. I pitched it to Netflix just as COVID broke out. It was literally around the time, you know, in the March where everyone suddenly was like, oh my goodness, and started working from home. So um, yeah, so I guess that's 2020, right? The beginning of. And then we had a script ready by the end of the year that they greenlit. And then we got to casting over Christmas and we shot it the following May, June in Croatia. And then it's been in post-production ever since then. That's about six, seven month process. Wow. Yeah, it'll be two years. That's incredible. Well done. It's very exciting. So like when you say you pitched it to Netflix, did you, was that quite a kind of a long process or did you all obviously you've an established name as an author? Was it was it quite straightforward doing that, or did you have to go through a lot of hoops with Netflix? Um, so I'm quite lucky in that I'm also quite established as a screenwriter because I've been doing that for a while in Hollywood for oh, wow. sort of five, six years. So um I'd already had things produced for television. And um, so I took the book in with my with the production company, 42, who have a deal with Netflix. They've made a few things for them. And it was just a case of sitting down with the execs there and running them through the story and how I saw it as a movie with all the kind of highlights and the twists. And and I took them through it. and actually, they uh, sent me to script. It's called a script order. Um, just off of that, it just took, I think, one, maybe two meetings. And I, they said, go away, write the script. Yeah. Um, I did that. And then they actually greenlit the movie off of the first draft, which I didn't know, but was uh, apparently unheard of. For, you know, to be greenlit from a first draft is quite unusual. So that was really yeah. exciting. And then obviously you get like rounds and rounds and rounds of notes from the execs and from the actors yeah. and from the director. So it's like months and months of like re-edits and revisions and more and yeah. more drafts until you get to the shooting script. Yeah. But amazing how exciting. You are living the dream. You are there. Yeah. So I know. Do you, yeah, do you live in Hollywood, LA? We're we're about to there. <laughs> No, my husband and I, when we moved to the States, we decided we didn't want to live in LA because our daughter at the time was eight. And uh, we just wanted to live somewhere a bit quieter. So I live about an hour and a half north of LA in a little town in the mountains. It's actually, it's called Ojai and it's where I set oh, my... lovely. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's like yeah. a very idyllic little town and it's surrounded by mountains. It's about 20 minutes from the beach. I set my next book in her eyes here. Um, if you've seen the movie Easy A with Emma Stone, that was set in Ojai. <laughs> oh, I must watch that. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. So um, 
Sarah, it sounds like it's been quite a journey because you started off, you were working for a charity in London some time ago. I yeah. You've my background. Yes. <laughs> yes. Gosh, it feels like another lifetime ago. I tell wow. you. Wow. I was. I, yeah. What what happened? Because it's quite a big move. How did you do it? It wasn't very slip. I, so yeah, I worked for almost 10 years for a wonderful nonprofit in London. Um, and when I was about, I guess I was 30 and I had a two-year-old and my husband and I went on holiday to Mexico for the Christmas period yeah. and we came back yeah, a freezing cold, you know, January in London and, you know, we were both working really hard, juggling childcare, commuting, you know what it's like. Yeah. And we just were like, there has to be another way of living that involves sunshine and not commuting. And yeah. so we decided we quit our job and go on a round the world trip for a year and we took a loan wow. for a new bathroom and uh, we did it so on the cheap you know with just rucksacks and a little toddler and we had the most amazing trip we went to India we went to Singapore we went to Australia mm. um, and we actually ended up in Bali in Indonesia and we wow, stayed there for five years, years. Five and years that's where in Bali no way. <laughs> yeah we lived there for five years and that's really where I, I I started writing just before we left on our trip because I had this moment of I've got no skills. What am I going to do when we're traveling to earn money? My husband's a designer, so he was used to working freelance. But I was like, well, what wow. am I going to do? Like so a I designer or a web designer or just to be and he's a graphic designer, information oh, cool. designer. Yeah. Um, so he had, you know, he had a means to like earn money on the road. Sure, I wanted yeah. to do something. And I decided very naively that, oh, why not write a book? You know, Stephanie May has made millions writing about sparkly vampires. I, How hard can it be? And I never, ever even studied creative writing. I had no clue how to write a book. I hadn't even read a book about how to write a book. Um, I, I didn't even Google how to write a book. I just started writing that day. I remember I was swimming in public swimming baths in South London. And I, within about 10 lengths, came up with the very brief concept for a novel, went home that night and started writing wow. it on a laptop from work. And it took me four months and I wrote this book and it became my first novel, Hunting Lila. And I sent it to agents the day we left for India and six weeks later, I got my book agent um, and then she sold that and two other books to Simon and & Schuster. And so I was like, oh my gosh, suddenly I'm a writer. Um, yeah, brilliant. And so I spent the first five years living in Bali just writing novels. I still write novels, obviously, but um, yeah. I made the move into screenwriting quite fast. But I love it, Sarah, that they all came from swimming, your idea. I know, <laughs> yeah. So do you still do a lot of swimming or is that... I don't as much just because we actually have a swimming pool, but it's not heated. Lovely. I hate the cold, so I don't. Um, I tend to get a lot of my ideas there when I hike, like definitely being out in nature. Yeah. No distractions around me is where I think through like story ideas. Yeah. Amazing. So you, this, it was all kind of a new venture writing. You'd, you, I guess you went to university before you were working in the charity. What were you studying then? I have a degree in Italian studies. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> um, 
yeah I mean not very useful but mm. it was um it was a great time and I spent a year in Italy um yeah but yeah to do, I mean I was writing a lot essays and you know yeah um, and did and you then, feel, yeah sorry no no I was gonna say in my job in the non-profit world I was also writing a lot of like fundraising applications and funding reports um which you know maybe were a little bit fiction as well <laughs> okay and did you go to university uh, in England or I went to Bristol yeah okay. Bristol yeah, yeah. Excellent. And since you've moved to LA, is there anything that you miss about England or London or what do you miss? I, yeah, desperately. <laughs> I am from London or South London, but you know, I've lived in London, worked in London for most of my life and all my family and friends are there. So mm-hmm. I miss them hugely. I really miss the humour and the sarcasm yeah. and yeah. the general sharpness and the wit of people. Yeah. It's very different in America. Um, there's a level of earnestness. Um, I found the first, well, as, when I was here first, I would just be really sarcastic and they just wouldn't get it. And so now I've had to like rein it back. Because um, And the other huge difference, um, which has also got me into trouble, is in America, it's rude to ask questions of other people. Whereas like in England, yeah. So I'm like, tell me about yourself. You know, like I'm just, I guess what they think is very nosy. Um, But for me, that's just like English people just talk, right? We're we're curious about the British people are. Um, You know, I'm part Irish, part Scottish, part English. And that's just part of me is, you know, I like talking. But in America, yeah, that's considered really rude to ask questions about people. So I find that strange um yes I really miss England I really miss London and the art scene and the food and yeah yeah and how about traveling sounds like you well you you traveled the world basically but then you stopped in Bali how did that come about um well it's really hard to travel with a toddler um she was you know she was feeling a little uprooted all the time and when we found Bali it was just this paradise island with a really fantastic school um that she went to four and a half years um and it was just it was a very magical place for her to grow up those yeah it was just beautiful like there's no television really there's no advertising she was barefoot all the time it was just a really great place and a great place to write it's just very relaxing there's not much to do and um yeah it was perfect Oh, amazing. Yeah. And um, Sarah, so do you you have more kids or just the one daughter or? One and done. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, amazing. So now she goes to school in Ojai or near there or? Yes, she's very American, which is very funny. She sounds Californian. She's very blonde surfer, uh, you know. How old is she now? She's 15. She's in high school. So that's been a really weird experience too. Because, you know, you, I grew up watching on films. Yeah. And TV, like I really wanted to go to American high school. So. Didn't we all? Like, it was iconic. Yeah. And now I have yeah. a child who is in um, American high school. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Amazing. So, so for how long have you been doing writing full time then, Sarah? Quite a while, about 10 years or? 
Yeah, I started in 2009. Um, we went traveling in 2010. So yeah, this is, I guess, yeah, year 12-ish. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And did you find like with your first book, was it kind of like your baby or are they all kind of like a baby? No, it really was actually. I still think of that book as um, the most um, attached I've been to characters and to story. That book was something that I was obsessed with. I, I dreamed it. I lived it. Like I adored those characters in a way I probably haven't done since because I think that book was coming from the heart, whereas my yeah. later books were contracts. <laughs> you know, it was like, right. yeah, have a job, have yeah. And it really changes the dynamic. And as I've gotten a lot busier, I work full time on a TV show and I have done for the last five oh, years. Wow. Which TV show is it? I read about this actually. Yeah. Um, it's uh, a show called SWAT. Uh, um, wow. It's a police procedural show set here in LA. Um, but that's like a very full-time, full-on job. Like I'm in a writer's room every day or I'm on set producing. So And it's year round. So now like when I do other things like the Weekend Away movie or um, I still write a book a year, I'm having to do it, you know, uh, in my month-long hiatus from the show. So I've, I literally have got oh. to write a book a month. So it becomes wow, a month. Yeah. I write really fast because I have to. And that sort of takes some of the joy out of it, to be honest, because you're just like trying yeah. to get through. Yeah. But that is fantastic. So, like, how, how do when you're writing the book, do you have like a set time of the day when you do it, or is it just like all day? Or <laughs> um, yeah, I mean I wake up early and so I get going early. And I usually if I'm under a gun like that and I have to work and get a book done I will aim to do about six to seven thousand words a day um that's yeah, very lot. impressive it's a lot. that is I that's certainly the most uh prolific writer that I've certainly interviewed in a long time yeah I, yeah, I, I you, yeah, you get the words out it's fantastic yeah so would your plan be um, for the future, Sarah, that you'd like to get more into kind of movie writing or are you, you quite happy where you're at with it all? No, I, I mean, I really feel so lucky. I get to do books, I get to do television and I get to do features. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, it's like a dream because they're all really different and interesting in their own way and rewarding in their own way. Yeah. Um, so my plan is to keep writing one book a year if I can and yeah. then adapt more for usually when I'm writing a book I'm thinking how am I going to adapt this either for film or television and some books I'm yeah. like, oh, this is definitely a film other books I'm like no this is definitely a tv series and mm -hmm. so I'm working on a few of my books at the moment adapting them into either film or television um, yeah. with the hope of uh, at least this year doing one more feature hopefully okay. and um, getting a TV show potentially off the ground too yeah fingers crossed <laughs> not too much then <laughs> yeah <I'm Wow>. <laughs> yeah and um, Sarah what would you say you love most about writing um oh that's a good question um I, well, I just love stories. Uh, you know, I've always, since I was a kid, loved reading, loved television, loved movies, been, you know, obsessed with movies my whole life. 
So I, I think I just love telling a good tale and, you know, mm-hmm. either thrilling a reader or a viewer. There's just something really wonderful about that. And if you can also say something meaningful at the same time that maybe reaches someone who... Yeah, so you always like to get a message into it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, that's, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, amazing. And Sarah, what would you say is the hardest thing about being a writer nowadays? Um, I think the hardest thing is belief in yourself. And I think for me, the, the key to it is I'm not a perfectionist. So I don't stress or worry about being the best. Or I'm just like, um, I can just write 6,000 words because I'm not torturing myself over, oh no, these aren't like amazing or comparing right. myself. Not precious. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, but I do think like resilience is also key. Like I used to get really upset re- if I would read one bad review out of a hundred. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but um, now I've just got a really thick skin and I've learned, you know, I've spent days crying on the sofa because a pitch has failed or, you know, yeah. I've been disappointed and I, or I've read a horrible review. And now I am just so much more like brush it off, carry on. Um, so that's, I think that's that really is wonderful, you know, because I think you're right. That's you know, because being a writer, it's one of these things that it's very kind of like, oh, you're a writer, and you 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 have to be able to handle the rejections, I guess. Oh, completely. You get so many rejections all the time. I mean, for me, it's been particularly in like film and TV. You know, you have to throw a thousand things at the wall before even one might land. So you're constantly facing rejection. And if you give up, I mean, someone once told me when I got to Hollywood, they were like, it's a war of attrition. Like if you just keep in the game, finally you'll make it. And I think that's true. A lot of people just quit before. Surely. Yeah. Mm. moving forward not reading reviews I don't read reviews I think that's why I'm nervous about the weekend away because I don't read my book reviews and I'm able to keep a distance from that but with a movie it's a lot harder because every you know it's just going to be so present and online and that you know that's more intimidating but being a writer is very vulnerable you know you're putting your work out there to be torn apart essentially by people yeah Um, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to do yeah no, you've done amazing. And what would you say are your kind of techniques, Sarah, for keeping this uh, resilience? And did, was it something, do you remember your parents saying to you? Or do you like, is there any kind of other writers you love to read or any guru? <laughs> I think for me, it comes down to wanting to prove people wrong. Okay, that is a good motivation. Yeah, like feeling, I remember my English teacher when I was at school, I did A-level English. Yeah. I I think I got, I think, God, it's been so long. (laughs) I think I got an A. Um, But I remember wanting to do English at university and she told me that I shouldn't bother applying because I wouldn't make it. And I was like... (laughs) Wow. And so, you know, it's like wanting to prove her wrong, like, really? And then, um, you know, so many, I remember having the most awful, awful pitch to a studio, like the head of a studio in Hollywood was my first major pitch on a huge movie. And I was terrified. And he basically hung up on me. (laughs) And I was 
Yeah, it was on like a um, a phone call. Yeah, because I was in London and he was in yeah. America. He yeah. he hung up. Oh my god! It was horrific, but also so Hollywood. And um, I remember crying for like hours. I was just devastated. And so, yeah, a lot of my motivation has been like, honestly, wanting to be like, you know. Yeah. You. I'm going to prove to you I can do this and you're going to regret not hiring me. So, yeah, I'm very driven to prove particularly older white men wrong. Yeah, um, very good. And how about your husband? Does it does he read your books? Does he encourage you or does he just like, okay, Sarah, you're good at this, just go do it? Or what's his take on it all? Not a reader, we should say. Okay. Um, he has read a handful of my books, and I usually tell him about the story that I'm working on. Um yeah. he has watched The Weekend Away. We obviously see okay. early. Yeah. yeah. Um uh yeah, he's just super supportive of yeah. Of what I've been doing. Uh, where did you guys meet? In London or abroad? A really funny story. Yeah, we met in London in 2002. We just had our 20th anniversary of meeting. Wow, um, we met on Match.com back in the wow. day. You're <laughs> a modern girl. <laughs> beginning of online dating when it was embarrassing to admit that you online dated. Now and it's everything, isn't it? Yeah, it's everything. But back then, it was kind of shameful. You didn't really admit it. Quite a niche. Yeah, it was funny. And we met. I didn't even have a photograph because it took so long to upload. You were like scanning in, and then you'd have to wait half an hour for it to upload. Yeah. Um, But I wrote a profile, and he still says that's what kind of drew him in was my writing. Well, if you're a writer, then I'm not surprised. It must have been good. And so writing back then, but yeah. Yeah. And another thing I'd love to ask is some of your favorite writers, Sarah, who would you say you enjoy reading the most? Well, I, you know, I read a really eclectic range. I am more of a literary fiction reader than um, thrillers, which is funny because that's what I write. Although on the thriller front, I really love Greg Hurwitz. Um, I think we have a very similar style. Um, he's very pacey, action-driven. It's usually like an yeah. everyman situation, you know, where yeah. Joe Bloggs is caught up in some crime situation that he, he kind of has to get out of. Um, I, um, I kind of think, like, when I was younger, I loved E.M. Forster. There's all my books behind me. Um, okay. Yeah. E.M. Forster. I William Boyd. William Boyd's one of my favorites. William Boyd, Armadillo Beach or something. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, my favorite was um, Any Human Heart. Okay, so read that. wonderful. Yeah. And recently, yeah. Niall Williams is um, The Pursuit of Happiness, which was just amazing. He's a great writer. Oh, is that then the film that's with Will Smith? No, no, oh. it's not. It's entirely, it's set in Ireland. It's very different. Okay, yeah, I yeah. must check it out. And how about like TV and film? What are some of your favourites for that, Sarah? Um, at the moment, I'm obsessed with Pam and Tommy on Hulu. I don't know if you've got that in the UK Oh, yet. no, but there's okay. been a lot of press about it. And um, it's very well done. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's very sympathetic to Pamela Anderson. Okay. Um, so I'm doing that. I liked Yellow Jackets. Um, I'm watching Inventing Anna on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, that looks good. Yeah. Um, um, okay. the movies, uh, what did I mean? Um, 
I watched the latest Spider-Man with my daughter, which was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, quite a mix. And Sarah, how do your family feel about your success? They must be very proud of you, like your, your family in, in London and England. Yeah. Yeah, I think they are very gonna come to premieres or anything. Or are you gonna well I haven't had a premiere? Yeah. Not yet. Um no it's such luck. Different um, for the modern age that is, you know. Yeah. And COVID as well. Exactly. They've been to set though, actually, when they came to visit me in California, I managed to take my brother and my dad to set one day on spot, which was really fun for them, I think. To like be on yeah. a Hollywood yeah. um, you know, yeah. TV show pretty iconic excellent and throughout the whole covid have you um found it's been you know quite uh, okay in the way that you've well you've done so much but what would you say about covid that kind of hurt you the most um actually i mean it's been I think writers are the only people who probably didn't yeah. find it difficult because we're so used to being on our own, stuck inside yes. in our own world. We switched yeah. from being in person in the writer's room for the TV show I work on to being on Zoom. So that's been pretty hard, like seven hours a day staring at a screen where you're trying to break story with a dozen other people over Zoom is challenging. Mm. Um uh, and also, you know, COVID had a big impact on production of TV and film, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. made it very difficult. So we, but we were one of the only shows um, that didn't have to shut down. We just had insane COVID protocols in place. So like testing all the time, we had to oh, wear wow. masks, a plastic shield, eye goggle, like everything on set. And so that was pretty really? intense. Yeah. Um, How amazing, yeah. in LA and it's over 100 degrees and you're just like covered in masks and a plastic shield and... Um, so yeah, we, but we did well. I mean, we never, we never really lost a day, I don't think, to COVID, whereas most productions were being shut down. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's incredible just to keep it all going. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Sarah, what would you say for writers starting out? What would, as a leading author yourself, what would be your advice to people starting out? Um, I think um, you follow your heart in terms of the story you want to tell. Right. And I can't say enough about just keeping on going and setting yourself a goal of how many words a day and just finish. Most people who want to write a book give up before they reach the end, you know, because it is a huge task. 80,000 words isn't, you know, for the faint hearted. Yeah. Uh, so I think if you can actually even get a draft down, like in, in our world, in the TV world, we call it a vomit draft. It's just like the splurge onto the page. But it's oh, just okay. really That's a good description. Yeah. Just get, it, get it out. Down. Get it out, you. Yeah. And then go back and make it better. Um, and I think, you know, working in TV and film has also taught me that the first draft is never good. You know, you expect to yeah. do multiple drafts. So just get it down, get it out on the page. Yeah. And then you can revise it. So, yeah, finish. Mm -hmm. yeah advice. absolutely that must be just the key moment when it, the book's done and you know you've finished and do you uh tend to give yourself like I don't know some kind of congratulatory gift or do a celebration when a book's finished what would what do you like to do Sarah I usually buy myself a new handbag <laughs> 
Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, no, I try and buy myself either a painting or a piece of art or a handbag or, yeah. I mean, actually, when I sold, um, when The Weekend Away got greenlit, yeah. I knew they were actually making it, I bought myself this chair. It's an Eames chair. That was like oh, my hey. gift. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I do. I try and buy like something I can keep. Something memorable. Keep yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. And would you, is there any particular actor or film director or anything that you'd really like to work with in the future for your books? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, I mean, every time I write a book, I usually have an idea in mind of the actor that I want to play that part. Right. <laughs> I'd love to work with Zendaya. I mean, that would be a dream. I have like oh, this yeah. Thing. And I'm like, oh, it should be so perfect to play the part. I've adapted it for television. Um, she would be awesome. I there's a great director who um called Claire McCarthy, who did Domina on Sky, who okay. uh, yeah. is attached to another one of my projects. And I love working with her. I think she's one to watch for the future. She's a brilliant yeah. female director. Yeah, yeah, Macy, I really want to work with women, like up-and-coming female directors, because, you know, yeah. in that space, it's usually it's such a male-dominated space. Right, um, yeah, absolutely. Really yeah. collaborate with women. Cool. And, Sarah, do you reckon things like uh, social media nowadays, are they a help or a hindrance to being a writer? Um, I started when I was back in the day, I did a lot of social media and marketing on my own. And honestly, it was so exhausting and it took up so much time. Yeah, and I'm really sure yeah. it had that much impact on sales. And then I stopped doing it entirely because I just didn't have the time. It was really yeah. interfering with my writing. And um, yeah. so it's, it's an not interesting really necessary, is it? Or maybe it is. Well, I don't know though, because I think. Um, at the moment, publishers are really looking for, um, or if they're bringing on a new author, they are definitely looking at that author's profile online. What audience yeah. do they already have? Yeah. So I'm lucky yeah. I started, it wasn't a big deal back then. Social yeah. media wasn't as important. Uh, but I think now it definitely is. Like, can you reach an audience already? Because they don't really have that much um you know, money to spend on marketing anymore. Or exactly. It's, it's like music, isn't it? It's like, yeah. come along a band that's already got a massive following. So the record company don't need to go into all that. So if they have a bit of the social media, but yeah, is it's it, is so it really hard to build? You know, that's a full-time job is building yeah. and maintaining a social media audience. So Yeah. And very dull, um, you know, I don't just get it, but it seems <laughs> to be part of, the modern uh way a bit but how about like getting out and about and doing sort of book tours and stuff have you done much of that Sarah no I I when I was in London I did a few you know blogger events and signings um yeah did I you enjoy it like meeting I do people. yeah I really love meeting all the bloggers especially because back then I was writing YA and that community okay. of bloggers is amazing like they're so passionate and supportive yeah. um I'm actually still friends with a couple of them uh on social media oh, yeah uh -huh. but I haven't done anything I've done if like a, a couple of literary festivals but nothing yeah. 
I feel I'm quite a hermit. I stay at home a lot and write. Uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm so <laughs> yeah. Wow. Brilliant. But yeah, so no events coming up for the the book. Well, I guess it's it's come it's TV debut is uh, yeah we're doing um online zoom interviews next week i'm doing some with leighton yeah um, yeah so oh. that should be fun yeah excellent and so did you did you kind of work with her quite a lot during the filming process when yeah i did i i was lucky enough that I worked with uh, the director and, um, you know, all the actors were giving notes on the script, yeah. etc. So, but I'm, I'm thankfully used to having to do that because what we work very closely as well with, you know, production and the actors. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah. She's so sweet and she completely embodies the role because the role that she's playing, Beth, is a new mother. And um, she herself had just had her second baby. So she really was feeling very much what the character was feeling about missing, you know, your child and, you know, just that the whole kind of identity crisis that you go through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's really true. It It was great. Excellent. And uh, just a couple uh, more questions, Sarah, if if you can manage. I was just going to ask, like, for you having a break or a holiday, how important is this? And where's where's been some of your favorite holidays? I mean, honestly, I feel like I haven't had a proper holiday in years. And I think that's yeah. just because if you're self-employed like I am, you're just always yeah. working and always yeah. my brain's yeah. always on fire. Um, I did though for my husband and I, our 20th, two weeks ago, we went to Big Sur up on the coast oh, here in California yeah. which was so it was our first weekend away without our daughter for like years and um okay. it was amazing we stayed in this beautiful cabin among the redwoods had like an outdoor bathtub and a fire pit yeah it was just yeah that was perfect just yeah really nice to get away and then I often go out to the desert here in Joshua Tree which is about three hours from where I live oh, and I just love it out there it's like there's a perfect stillness out there it's so quiet um yeah I love the landscape spectacular it's like lunar um beautiful I try and go there like once a year over Thanksgiving which is always my birthday week and just uh try and have at least a few days in November yeah okay uh what day is 25th oh wait my daughter is the 25th no way, Sagittarius. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's similarities, I must say. She's quite kind of precise, like okay. you are. yeah. But just going back to the traveling thing, so I was just going to ask: Do you have any favorite hotels that you've stayed at? Like, what would you be your uh, most memorable? Any luxury stays or just characterful places when we were traveling we were very broke and we weren't staying anywhere luxury at all but I did win a raffle in um, Bali and we got two nights at the Four Seasons there in Ubud which is next level amazing that was really spectacular yeah Um, and then trying to think I to be honest we don't really do hotels we tend to do Airbnbs just because it's just more um I don't know it, you, you know you get a house or an apartment um uh 
like I stayed in Lisbon when I was writing the weekend away, I was coming up with the idea. I went to Lisbon with my best friend and we stayed in this amazing little Airbnb in the old town. Um, and it's just great because you get an apartment, but also the people who own it, who were from Lisbon, it gave us all the tips of where to go, to eat, yeah. and, and just a bit more personal. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I used an Airbnb in the book, actually. Oh, wow. Oh, of course. Yeah. And uh, do you have, if after all your travels of uh, when you did the traveling around the world, where would you say were your favorite places, Sarah? Uh, wait, that's so easy for me. Uh, Bali, hands down. It's just a magical island. Um, and then second, India. I love India. Oh, yeah. I just, one of my favorite places. I love the food. I love the color. I love the vibrancy. It's such a special place. It's like wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've written two books there just on the beach in Goa. Wait, I, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, on your I, computer, or do you write it long? No, I, I write on computer. Yeah, because I'm on the beach. You wrote the book. That is. Yeah. There's a little hotel called Home in Goa, okay. in Patnan, and that is where I wrote um, Losing Lila. And I also wrote a novel called Come Back to Me, which is under my other pen name, Myla Gray. There, and in ten days, I wrote that book in ten days. There. Yeah, amazing. You wrote a book in 10 days. How long is it? Uh, it's, you know, about 84,000 words. Yeah, I was on a mission. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, deadline. And it's funny because that's actually considered like one of my best, is my, I think my best selling book. One of them anyway. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's really beloved by. Yeah, oh, I must read it. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice, it's a sad one. I'll make yeah. it so it was, it, what was it called again? The um, yeah, called Come Back to Me, that one. Um, back to Me, yeah. yeah. Oh, brilliant. So uh, next book coming out, what will it, what is it called? What, what can you tell us about it? Um, so I, after The Weekend Away, I wrote The Stalker, which came out last summer. Um, yeah, and I've heard this- a lot of that one, funnily enough. I don't know how, but yeah. Yeah, that's a, a that's a really good twist in that one. Um, this new one coming out is called The Cabin in the Woods, coming out in the summer. Sounds and, scary. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to, I don't want to spoiler what it's about um, because there's a big twist halfway through. Um, but it's um, essentially a thriller set in upstate New York. Um, a woman escapes from a mental hospital and wow. is on the run and you have to figure yeah. out why and what the big twist is okay. and what she's done essentially and Brilliant. why yeah but that's all I'm going to say because otherwise I'll give it all away yeah amazing okay well, final question because I must let you go talking on and on but um where and how do you kind of where do your ideas come from for your writing mm-hmm. or where and when <laughs> um Usually I'll just have a, th- I read a lot of news, the New Yorker, whatever, magazines, any yeah. kind of website, and I'll just have a thought, yeah. um, you know, Thanks. like the stalker actually is a good example. That one came from me thinking about sleeping with the enemy, you know, the old movie with Julia Roberts from the nineties. Yes. And I was like, Oh, I want to do something that's kind of 
um, along those lines. So that that was where that idea came from. The weekend away came from me going to Lisbon with my best friend and thinking, oh, what would happen if Nicola went missing, you know, while yeah. I was away? And then just following that thought, the, the worst conclusion. But I'd also read a very scary story about an Airbnb host who put a camera in the bathroom. Uh, I think hey, I remember that story. Yeah. And to kind of like, then I'll like take one thing from here and one thing from here and like try and weave it into yeah. but you do, yeah. So you do read a lot. You read like newspapers or more magazines or yeah, that's. Yeah, definitely. I've heard that a lot is from kind of things going around you that I guess you, you're affected by it in, in different ways. But um, mm-hmm. well, Sarah, it has been amazing to speak to you. Congratulations oh, you. on the book. I can't wait to see the film on Netflix, The Weekend Away. And uh, yeah, it's uh, been wonderful to speak to you. Good luck. See you and enhance your life with elements of fragrances, candles, room sprays, perfumes and colognes by Tessa Williams. Visit TessaWilliams.co.uk for more